0: Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Hey, everybody, this is JB and Madison. Welcome to the Texas Tailgate Talk podcast, the show that deep dives into Texas sports scene for people who love football, basketball, and all the likes. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today is episode six of the Texas Tailgate Talks. We really went in depth last week over our first full week of games in the college football world. So today we're gonna be going over how those games went as well as a big week two ahead of us. So let's jump right into it.
1: I think before we get too far into the episode, we do need to see if our predictions last week aged well.
0: I predicted that Jeff Trailer's UTSA Roadrunners was going to walk in and beat the Houston Cougars by a field goal and Houston ended up winning the game against UTSA with a score of 37-35 to in triple overtime. UTSA had the ball with 23 seconds left and no timeouts, but they drove down, kicked the game, tying field goal to send it into overtime. But in the third overtime, Clayton Toon won the game by leaping over a defender to score on a 13-yard run, which he had a very strong game, ending the game with 22 completions out of 32 attempts with no interceptions that game. So, on to the next. Now for one of my more freezing cold takes, I had SMU versus North Texas with North Texas making it a somewhat close game and SMU won the game 48-10 to 10 to kick off Rhett Lashley's second stint at the school, leading by senior quarterback Tanner Mordecai throwing for 432 yards and 4 touchdowns. Now finally for some of my good takes. I predicted that TCU would win against Colorado by at least a couple touchdowns and... So it was a slow start for TCU, but once they got started, it kind of all started falling into the place. They outscored Colorado 31 to seven after halftime, securing their first one of the season. Now, historically, TCU has been very good in their season openers, winning eight out of their last nine tries. But there is a big question mark Chandler Morris, their starting quarterback, got hurt late in the third quarter when a defender landed on his leg, injuring his left knee. Now, luckily he avoided a major injury and it's just a knee sprain, but he will at least be out for the home opener against Tarleton and is labeled week to week. We also predicted that AM would beat Sam Houston State by at least 30 points and... Now... Am did win 31 to nothing, Am starting quarterback Hainstein, who just won the job a couple weeks back at least when it was announced, had a little bit of a slow start and overall had a very up and down game. There were some throws that made you think, wow, this kid actually might have it, but he's really the question still out for him. His accuracy and his arm strength are kind of missing right now. Granted, he did come off a major leg injury last year, so jury's still out on him. Now, the defense looked great. Sam Houston could not get anything going offensively no matter what, and they'll really need a big game against Appalachian State. Seeing how they put up 40 points in the fourth quarter against a North Carolina team, that's going to be a really big key. Now, on the offensive line for AM, there was a little bit of juggling around. Since your starting center, Bryce Foster, was out due to illness, hopefully that should iron itself out, and maybe Jimbo Fisher was just holding the play calls back just to make it where we weren't showing our hand too much. But Aniah Smith did look really, really nice this game with two big touchdowns. We also predicted that Texas Tech was going to beat Murray State by at least 30 points and... The final score to that game was 63-10 and it marks a new era at Texas Tech with it being Joey McGuire's debut game. Granted it was an expected win against a lower division however they did look impressive. Senior quarterback Tyler Show left the game with a left shoulder injury and will be out at least two games. This is the same shoulder that in 2021 Show broke his collarbone and it ended his season only four games in. So Donovan Smith who was the backup, came off the bench to threw four touchdown passes, and he is prepared to become the starting quarterback now because he does have some starting experience from last year. We did predict that Baylor would beat Albany by at least 30 points and... Baylor really handled business, beating Albany by a score of 69-10. to Their size and their speed was just way too much for Albany to keep up with. We do still have some questions about who's going to take the reins of the starting receivers and tight end role for Baylor, with Ben Sims having the most catches for Baylor with five. But one very bright spot was Monterey Baldwin, who had four catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. He also had two runs. One of them was for a 50-yard touchdown. So look for him to be a big-time playmaker for Baylor this season. Lastly, we did predict that the University of Texas would beat UL Monroe by 30 points, and the final score to the game was 52-10 in favor of Texas. Now Quinn Ewers passed for 225 yards and two touchdowns in his UTQB debut.
1: At least he could play better than he could park, considering he got towed during the game.
0: He did win the starting quarterback position over the last year's quarterback, Hudson Card, which he started off a little rocky in the game with his first pass attempted late to his receiver, And the second ended up in an interception, as to be expected from realistically a freshman quarterback. But once he got his footing, he recovered well and ended the game well. Now, Jatavian Sanders, who was the number 13 recruit in the 2021 recruiting class, had a big game. He netted 85 receiving yards, including a 19-yard touchdown in the win. He will look to be a reliable receiving option in Sarkeesian's offense. Quinn Ewers said that he's a big body, big target, an easy guy to throw to. He's going to catch a lot. This was a much needed win. Hopefully, Texas can rebound after a five-and-seven season last year. Now for our predictions for the game this week, starting off with TCU versus Tarleton. This is really a pay-to-win game, so TCU's going to win this big. But how will the loss of Chandler Morris going to hinder the passing game for TCU this week? Now we have AM versus Appalachian State, which I do say AM is going to win by two touchdowns. But Appalachian might cover the spread, seeing how it's an 18 point favorite in favor of AM, especially with how good the offense was for Appalachian State last week. But AM's defense is still looking very, very strong coming off of a good season last year. Now, for Texas Tech versus Houston, I think this is going to be a really great game. I think Tech is actually going to win the game due to them being at home and their backup quarterback, Donovan Smith, he has the starting experience to be able to take over. Plus last year when these two teams met, Texas Tech forced four interceptions from the same QB for Houston being Clayton Toon. Another really big game is gonna be BYU versus Baylor in Utah. I have Baylor winning by a touchdown here. I think Marco Baldwin is gonna show you guys that he is for real big play deep ball threat he's just going to flash and speed and they're going to find a way to get him open now for the big game of the week you've got texas at home against alabama college game day is going to be there and you know i really think it's very disrespectful to texas that alabama is 20 point favorites on the road at daryl k royal stadium however bama covers the spread and they beat them it should be a decent game to start off with you have a DA hall suiting up for texas against bama but I don't think this game's going to be close. Now for some more ranked versus ranked predictions like we did last week. Pittsburgh is home versus the University of Tennessee. Tennessee is right now a touchdown favorite as we record this episode, but barring a big game from Caden Slovis, the USC transfer, I think Tennessee not only wins, but they also cover the spread. And then a game that I'm really excited to watch, you've got Florida versus Kentucky. Florida is now favorites by 10. And they weren't even ranked last week, but they knocked off the number seven team in the country being Utah, largely in part to Anthony Richardson. He looks like he might actually be a Heisman favorite if he continues the momentum that he picked up last week. He made some very Johnny Manziel type throws late in the end at the game. I think Florida's going to win this and they're going to cover.
1: Speaking of Johnny Manziel, did you hear about the documentary that's supposed to be coming out?
0: I will be watching that as soon as it comes out, the day it does. I'm very excited. It's really interesting to see the fall from grace that he had after winning the Heisman, going in the first round of the NFL draft, and then kind of just disappearing off the face of the earth.
1: It was really exciting to watch him. Back in the day, it was the best to watch the Johnny Manziel games. I can't wait to see what they're going to put out.
0: So, yeah, that actually will wrap up this episode, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. This should be a really big week of a lot of really good games going on across the board, especially in Texas. Heck, the only game that really shouldn't really be close is the TCU Tarleton and the Alabama Texas. But Texas has a really big way of showing up in big games and then losing to Kansas like they always do. But thank you guys for listening.
1: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, Please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all of the latest from Texas Tailgate Talks, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Talks. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.